and welcome to Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. It's your boy, the champion, Tricky, with Katie, Katie, Naked Lady, baby. Hi. Oh, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, go ahead after this, or even during this. You can go to uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Type in the uh, Going Off Topic podcast for the movie game part four. Your boy. And new movie game champion. Tricky. I hate when you win. So many people, so many people are clapping for me right now. Thank you. Oh my God, guys, you're way, you're far too kind. Thank you. You think I'm a sore winner? You're the worst. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. I mean, it means the world to me. I came, I saw, I conquered. I told you guys from the start that I was going to win. And next week on our show, we will have on everybody that was involved in that show. So you can, like, rub it in their faces? Oh, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, we're just going to have them on, though. Uh, next week will probably be a... We're probably going to drop two episodes next week. Ooh. Uh, one will be the review of Revolution, AEW Revolution, and review of Dynamite. I think that's just going to be one episode. I think we're going to do a little small wrestling wrap-up episode. Okay, cool. And then uh, the original, and then offended next week. We're gonna have, we're gonna try to get on everybody that was involved. So Dugan, Foshe, Thomas, Denny, they're all gonna be on next week. Um, Katie, we would like to have you on as well. Oh, I'm invited this time. You were, yeah. Uh, and we're gonna do just. I mean, I think the whole episode should just be. Uh, we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about Denny and Thomas's podcast. Because they've they've never been unoffended before. Nope, they haven't. Uh, so we'll talk about that, uh, and we'll do face and heel of the week and songs of the week, and honestly, maybe like one topic to talk about. A topic. Because I mean, I feel like with all of us there, there's going to be what one like five or six of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think songs of the week and face and heel of the week is going to take up probably the entire show. Probably. If we get it from everybody, and it's just going to generate some discussion. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that's next week. This episode later on is going to be, we're going to preview and predict AEW Revolution. That means Katie is putting her Offended Predictions Championship on the line this Sunday. That means your boy can become Tricky Two Belts up in this motherfucker. I ain't fucking scared. Are you sure that Do you I... want Tricky Two Belts running around? Do I look nervous? Yes, you do, actually. That's fucking bullshit. But your boy won the movie game. Shout out to Thomas and nobody else from that game. He was my only true competition. Um, We were going back and forth a lot. Everybody else sucked. I mean, (laughs) Denny and and Dugan didn't get a point. (laughs) And Fauché got one. You're so mean. (laughs) Oh, your boy is the champion my friends 
Bam, bam, and I will keep on naming movies. Dun, dun, dun. I am the champion. I am the champion. You like that? No, not really. I don't know how well that came across. It's a really quiet video because somebody's just taping it from their phone onto the TV. But that was Hulk Hogan, Eric Bischoff, and Kevin Nash and the big show, Paul White. Because I'm the champion. The champ is here. Let's go. Yeah, you're not going to be tricky two belts. Oh, yes. I'm just letting you know I feel really fucking confident. (laughs) Get a big enough sip of that Sprite there. No, I'm thirsty. Try not to drink during the week, okay? So you drink soda? Yeah, why not? <laughs> What's wrong with that? I don't know. I, I because I showed up to work back. this past week a little hungover ski on Wednesday, and I was like, man, when we go to trivia nights on Tuesday nights now, I got to really watch what I'm drinking or just eat. I didn't really eat that day. So. No, you didn't like eat it all that day. Yeah, and I didn't really have that much to drink. I don't feel like anyways. Either way, <laughs> let's get into the show, shall we? So later today, we are are later this episode, we will talk about AEW uh, preview the upcoming Revolution pay per view, which uh, just looks absolutely insane. It looks stacked. Um, we will talk about uh, Shaquille O'Neal on Dynamite, which had was way better than it had any right to be i mean that match was so much fun we'll get into that get into dynamite uh some nxt news see you nxt i was like wait what's the news <laughs> boy see you on tuesdays see you next see tuesday you next tuesday <laughs> you f- you fucking cunts oh that's such a great thing um but yeah but I guess let's start off the show with just saying, fuck Taylor Swift. Uh, that's all I got to say. What's she do now? It's the shit that she was like, she got mad at that Netflix show. And it's just like, I have to rub my head because like, people are like, respect Taylor Swift. It's like, no, go fuck yourself. What Netflix go show? Go fuck yourself. It's that it's Genie in Georgia, Georgia and Genie show. I don't even know what it's called. But she got mad at them because there was a joke on there where they said, you run through more men than Taylor Swift, which is a fucking hilarious joke. It's because all her music is about ex-boyfriends. It doesn't have anything about being like a skank. No, yeah, that's the that's the thing why I, I'm kind of like shut the fuck up, Taylor Swift, because you make all that's how you make your money. Exactly, you write all these songs about thank your boyfriends. You. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All of her music is about her ex-boyfriends. She talks about all of her ex-boyfriends, and every single one of her hit songs is all about that. So why the fuck would you get mad at somebody else saying you run through? Uh, more men than Taylor Swift. Sorry, Taylor. If you're gonna like, if you're gonna like bring the public eye to your personal relationship, maybe don't get mad at comedians doing their thing. Like, I don't know. It's it's also it's a fucking joke too. That's another thing. People, I think, forget. And this goes for like wrestling fans also. Do people forget that it's not real, and what the bad guys say on wrestling shows isn't real? It's an entertainment show. It's not real. <laughs> like, I mean, if she, if she wants to be mad about it, I guess. But 
when you're I'm not saying like when you're famous you should be open to abuse or shitty jokes and stuff like that like you're allowed to get your feelings hurt but literally every song you write is about a different ex-boyfriend right that's why I'm saying like Taylor like shut the fuck up shut the fuck up but then what I also hate about Taylor Swift in a way is the she always plays the victim card she always 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 plays the victim card yeah she does and it's always it's just to me it's like do you ever just once just take a like just take a break and just look at the shit you're doing and maybe it's not everybody else or just say fuck you there's a lot of people who like get shit on and they're just like how many okay. how many people like famous people has she been with dating and she's blamed them for like she's like i just wish i could meet a normal person did you ever think maybe it's you like i mean yeah she has a list yeah it's just like I don't know. And then her fans are fucking idiots also. Her fans are psychos. No, they're just Gen Z. Yeah, psychos. <laughs> they're idiots. Fuck Gen... Oh, yeah. And another thing, Gen Zers. Good luck trying to cancel Eminem. That's going to work out for you, you fucking morons. Like, how dumb? So dumb. Gen Z is going to have... When Gen Z has their kids, their kids are going to grow up and just rip Gen Z apart. Their Mom, kids, you're so sensitive. Their kids are, are going to be the biggest shitheads ever because their parents are soft as baby shit. Like, for real. I've never seen a generation so soft in my life. They are offended by every little fucking thing. If they listen to this, they'd be offended and they would try to cancel this show. Well, I mean, quite possibly. But it's just like, just grow some balls. I don't know, like... I'm offended by that. Buck up. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Like they literally are offended by every little thing. Even people who are on like the extreme left side, they get offended by some of their shit. It's just I don't know. Like pick pick something. Just watch Disney movies. I don't know. Maybe just be a good person and listen to both sides and then be like, "Oh, people can change." Eminem's lyrics oh. are very problematic, so I, I, mean, I think we should Eminem's get lyrics are not rated G, and they also were... They never were. I know, but they also were written in the 90s or early 2000s, like, different fucking time, okay? Like, sorry but, that you guys grew up on Drake who raps about crying in the shower, you fucking dorks. Like, crying in the shower. I know we can't say that one guy's jokes anymore because he's a fucking weirdo pedophile, but that's still... Stand up still fucking hilarious. It I'm not is. even gonna say his name. Nope, fuck him. Um, because, but it's true. Like rappers now are like, "Hey, look at me in." I don't know, but it's, it's just such a good rap impression. <laughs> I, I I was drawing a blank, but this is the one time where. I will actually use WAP. I will use WAP as an example. This is the first time ever because I've actually been on everybody's side about WAP. I've actually stuck up for WAP hundreds of times. But you can't tell me that Eminem's raps are bad or worse than WAP. No, it's like like the same level of... Right. I don't even know. Right, but you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, you, like Gen Z is going to get to the point where they're going to lose their own supporters by continuously doing the shit. Like, they are literally looking for stuff to cancel now because nobody else has, like, 
done anything scandalous lately. They're literally looking. They're literally looking for stuff. It's like stop doing that. Focus on yourself and just move on with your lives. They probably took that Stan, uh, the Stan music video. They probably took it seriously. They probably took the one with Rihanna seriously. Like this guy's a woman hate him, woman beater. But if you listen to the fucking lyrics, assholes. I just. <laughs> I'm over. I'm over the. Did, we had this discussion last week, right? I feel like, like we hate on Gen Z every week now. But it's just like, stop looking for stuff in the past, especially stuff like that's in music, or old tweets, or stuff like that. You know what people does? The people that deserve to get canceled are like sexual predators and racist assholes. That's about it. Mm-hmm. That's literally about it. Stop being so sensitive to all these other topics that have nothing that they should not be canceled. Comedians should not get canceled for a joke. I'm sorry. They shouldn't. That's their job. They're supposed to offend you in some way. They're supposed to step over this imaginary line a little bit, but also come back over that line towards the end, which most comedians totally do. There's an art form to it. Yes, there is. In Taylor Swift. She's just she's just an intention seeking bitch. Here. I'm just gonna fly she'll, out and say she'll it. go write a song about it. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, Taylor Swift is an intention seeking bitch and I literally cannot stand her. I can't stand her. I as one celebrity like I totally cannot stand at all. Always me, 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 oh poor me, oh poor me, oh yeah, poor you, you fucking millionaire. Go fuck yourself. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Where, where's Taylor Swift been during this pandemic? What kind of charity work has she done? I don't know, but I love Dolly Parton. I just, Millions I, of dollars. And she finally got her COVID shot and said, don't be a bitch about it. Right. But here's Taylor Swift. I'm going to re-release this song because this is the way I wanted to do it. Oh, shut up. You know that's cool. You like when artists do that. I do like it when artists do it, but also at the same time, I'm just so done of just Taylor Swift just making it all about herself. She's probably one of the most selfish celebrities I've ever seen in my life. I don't really follow her, so I don't know. And I am saying this over Kanye West. Like Kanye donates so much money to charity, though. Right. I, he, I, to me, Kanye wouldn't even be on the list of people who are selfish. Right. That, but that to the general public, that nobody will agree with that because to the media... When Kanye West does something good that doesn't fit the uh, the media's uh, that doesn't fit what they want, that doesn't fit what they want. You don't hear anything good about Kanye West because that that doesn't generate controversy and it's not going to generate their clicks and their retweets and all this other shit. It's stupid. It's fucking stupid. Stupid. It is. I I'm, I'm just fuck Taylor Swift. Okay. Cool. This is the I hate Taylor Swift episode of Offended. <laughs> I think we have a couple. I think we've mentioned her a few times I'm just, before. I just cannot believe it's just like, I'm so offended by this joke. Well, bitch, don't write about it then. Don't make songs about it then if you're offended by it. Don't make money off of it. Exactly. Like, exactly. That's it's not she, like what they said was that bad, right? It wasn't even bad. It's not bad. It's a fucking joke on a television show. Again, it's like wrestling fans getting upset by a bad guy saying mean shit in a wrestling ring. Like Max Caster saying the stuff about Lady Gaga, dog walker yesterday, which was a fucking fire line, by the way. A little fucked up. 
it's a extremely fucked up, but you know me, I love fucked up shit. But the best thing about it is wrestling Twitter was actually kind of sticking up for Max Caster. He rat like I'm sorry. Things that happen in pop culture or to like everyday things in like the celebrity world are fair game. And hey, are the are the dogs re- were the dogs returned and is yes. the guy and is, and is the dog walker going to make a full recovery? Yes. Then it's fine. Yeah, we're not rapping about like the Holocaust or some shit that's like not cool. Mm-hmm. And these, but the reason why I get mad at wrestling fans though is because they're bitching for the attitude error to come back, and it's like you people think you can handle the attitude error now? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? You to, guys got offended by WWE. <laughs> you guys got offended by a line by Max Caster. Do you not remember all the dumb shit they did in the nineties? Suck it. Suck it. The middle finger. The puppies the misogynistic shit that they did like but all the thongs yeah like the violence people were bitching about the moxley uh omega match from last year at or two years ago at full gear in their like that hardcore like unsanctioned match maybe they people, need to go to bed before um revolution no shit i was just about to say that people think that match was violent and just wait for the exploding barbed wire death match i don't think i can watch it to be honest oh, but i won't bitch it. about but i won't bitch about it we're going to watch it Going to watch it. People are just extremely soft. That's all it comes down to. Especially all these people are like, I wish AEW would stop taking shots at WWE. Uh. You think if roles were reversed and if AEW was struggling, WWE wouldn't take shots at AEW? Yeah. but I'm, I'm saying like in reality, if there was like a legit fight every week and WWE was coming out a little bit on top, a little bit on top, and like we're doing better than AEW, you're, you're going to tell me. That the promotion that they're fighting to have their demos in on Wednesday nights, they're not going to take some shots. They're not going to make fun of AEW. They're not going to do something to put their wrestlers over the competition. No, it's stupid. Stupid. It is. It is. Totally is. And I also think something must have happened between AEW and WWE to where AEW got pissed. Because they were nice before. They were nice the first few months. They didn't say any mean shit, and then like they slowly started taking jabs, saying under under the breath, under their breath, kind of things. Yeah, I totally think so. I think something happened because there was a definitely something shift happened in that, attitudes. Something happened that the public definitely doesn't know about because there totally was a shift in attitude, like major shift mm-hmm. in their attitudes towards WWE. Because even if they would mention other promotions, it'd be funny or mm-hmm. silly or lighthearted, and then all of a sudden it became like fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. What I, I personally, what I think it is, I think it's the Bucks and Cody. I think Triple H got mad at them for using, like, because Frankie Kazarian was Triple H on Being the Elite. Right. And I think Triple H got mad about that because they teased that they were going to sign with WWE for so long and they were just like, nope. They had to make their money. Yep. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. But NXT... Uh, let's go right into it. NXT moving to Tuesday nights. It's not confirmed by WWE yet. Uh, I would imagine they're going to wait until after Fastlane to announce this. Uh, as of right now, April 13th is the date that seems to be that they're moving to. Uh, they're going to move to Tuesday nights. AEW has won. AEW has won the war. And AEW had like 900,000 people plus watching their show last night while AEW had like 600,000 or NXT. Um, And people are like, oh, I can't believe they didn't break a million with Shaq. It's like, dude, that's an average of like how many people like stuck around. Probably over a million people watched that match. 
Uh, yeah, Shaq. Like, you guys are stupid as fuck. Like, wrestling fans aren't going to, like, non-wrestling fans more than likely weren't going to stick around after that match. And isn't that the one that kicked it off? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just... Oh, wait, 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 wait. AEW put really good content that they advertised and they actually did it Oh, you on were... the first match? Right. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay. The Shaq match was so good. Cody didn't have to shit his pants before the match twice. Well, shout oh. out to uh, Bobby Lashley. Congrats on finally winning the WWE Championship. Long overdue, in my opinion. Uh, but in my also opinion, WWE fucked that up. Yeah, they. It should have been just a brutal beat I, down. Right. It shouldn't have been this like right. cat and mouse game. No, it should have been the main event of Raw is Miz and Lashley, and it sh- and Lashley should have squashed Miz in three minutes, like how the actual match was. But instead, we got all this stupid bullshit in between that just totally rubbed people the wrong way. And I haven't looked at the breakdown yet, but I want to see hour by hour like what Monday Night Raw did. Because they literally teased it for the top at the or at the end of the first hour. They teased it again for, at the end of the second hour, and they're like, okay, now it's going to main event the show. I want to see if there was a drop-off. If I want to see if people literally tuned out, because I did. Yeah, we turned it off. I purposely waited until the show was over so I can go back in on my DVR and watch it. Yeah. No, we, you were like, I kind of want to watch it because I haven't really been watching WWE. And you're like, but if it's stupid, I'm turning it off. No, I wanted to watch it just for Bobby Lashley. I know, but you were like going to maybe stick around and see what else was out there. Like, you had fully intended to at least have it on. Mm-hmm. But then we didn't. We, we turned that shit off. Sorry, Marks. What do you call them? Stands? Stands. Stands. Yeah. Uh, here, hold on. I'm going to look, see if I can find the breakdown. So, yeah. Um, Raw's first hour had 1.9 uh, million viewers. Uh, the second hour had 1.8 million viewers. And the third hour dropped to 1.7. They yeah. literally lost 200,000 people mm-hmm. out, or by the end of the night. That's a lot of people. Yeah. And, like, they said that their demos were actually up for this. They're actually in the top 150 this time. And I can't believe that they're actually celebrating that. Um, I don't get what that even means. Let's put it this way. AEW has been in the top three for those for oh, these demos. Okay. They're celebrating that they're in the top 150 for the first oh. time like in a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Brawl's average viewership was actually down this week. Um, it's this, this article is so weirdly written. It says, WWE Raw viewership tops cable ratings for world title change. But then if you read the actual article, it talks all about how it's it dropped and it's lower than last week. I don't understand how that's like a positive like article. Like what a weird like title for this article. Maybe someone paid someone a lot of money to switch the article name and hope that people wouldn't read it. I guess. I have no idea. It's just weird. It's very strange. Okay, Forbes. <laughs> right. Yeah. I... <laughs> and then I think it was. Yeah, it was a few weeks ago they had, like, the lowest ratings I think Raw has ever gotten, like, a few weeks ago. But whatever. Let's celebrate that they're in the top 150. Good job, guys. Have a little fucking party. Like, I feel bad for Bobby Lashley because it's like he tainted his world title win. I'm sure he doesn't feel that way, but it's just like, 
I don't know. You're always going to remember his first title win now with all these fucking stupid-ass shit surrounding it. Literal poop. It's fucking stupid. Uh, but anyway, uh, a few weeks ago here on Offended, I predicted that NXT was going to move sooner than later. Yep, you did. Um, You've been talking about it for a while. And I just think it's fucking hilarious now that some people are actually saying, or apparently WWE is actually saying it's because of the NHL which is a fucking hilarious excuse, especially when the NHL might not even be on NBC next year. So, okay. Okay. And then you have all these wrestling reporters saying the same thing, and it's like, do you guys not do your homework? The NHL's contract with NBC is literally up at the end of this season. No, they do their homework, but they have money in their pocket. Spread the rumor. And then I just love how, like, you have all these reporters saying this, and that douchebag Ryan Ryan Satin says nothing. It's like, oh, but you're not employed by WWE, you fucking loser. <laughs> you hate poor Ryan so much. He's a fucking dork. Why don't you go stalk a porn star in a fucking grocery store again, you weirdo? And then you don't have the balls to go up and say something to her, so you send your weird girlfriend over there, too. She's fucking loopy also. I forgot about and, that. Yeah, and the porn star was like, Okay, stop stalking me. Yeah, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. And then that got swept under the rug really quickly, but whatever. Um, but yeah, NXT's moving. I think it's good. I think this is great for the betterment of the wrestling industry. I can totally see WWE being like, no, we're not moving anymore. Yeah, taking it back. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll see I'm April not getting 13th. my hopes up just yet, but I will say I called it. Told you. Moving on. I don't even know. What, what's next? I don't know. I'm tired. I started my new job this week. Jobs. Jobs and stuff. I mean, no. What is next? What's anything? I, you, I you don't talk I, about anything. No. You anything you want to talk about? No. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Shut up, Katie. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you. Bye. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm just joking. It was a yoke. Whatever. Um. Uh, we're going to get into songs of the week, but before we do, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor, the Anything But Credible podcast, hosted by the loser who couldn't get a point during the movie game, Nick Dugan. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC pod. Fellas? Hollow. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the offended podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Quarter Russia Royce wants you to believe in some real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod. And Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. Songs, 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 songs of the week. You got so nervous. Who started it? I'm so tired. Wake the fuck up.
No, I don't want to. Uh, songs of the week. Make sure you go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Offender Presents Songs of the Week, which I need to update. I do. I'm like I know. I'm like several weeks behind. I know. I do this all the time. Yeah, you fuck up. No, because it's like, oh, it's no big deal. I'll just wait until next week to do it. I'm only behind by a week, four weeks later. That's fine. That's cool. You want to go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have like a random assortment of songs. So I don't even know why I came up with half of these. But first one is Daydream Believer by the Monkees. Yeah, no, that's Sleepy Jean. You mean Believer by the Monkees? And I saw her face. No. no, I'm a believer. Maybe let's pick a different one. Not a trace. Now you're making me. Out of my I mind. I meant to be Sleepy Jean. Cheap, Sleepy Jean. I'm in love. No, it's Sleepy Jean. Thanks for singing it. Cause I I'm a believer. I'm a believer if I try. No, I don't. And then I saw her face. Now I'm a believer. Shut up, Jericho. Not a trace. Bring out my mind! Oh my god, stop. I'm in love, yeah, 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 yeah. Sleepy Jean by the Monkees. Okay, your turn. <laughs> I think I was around too much weed today. Um, <laughs> Contact eye. Yeah. Uh, my first song this week is by the band Roosevelt. Off their new album. Let me get to it real quick. Off their new album, Pildons. Pildans, I think is how you pronounce it. Okay. It's like it's supposed to be Polydons, but I think it's just Polydans. Okay. Uh, and their new song is called Closer to My Heart. Uh, Roosevelt, their new album is very good. and It's an indie kind of electronic, like indie pop band. Nice. Really good. Go check them out. I've actually picked them for songs of the week before. I really like them. I'll have to give them a listen. Mm-hmm. Um, my second song is When Doves Cry by Prince. Nice. Yeah. It's not, it's not on music. there. About time you picked good music. I've been picking good music well, every day. It's debatable. Uh, my next song is called All or Nothing by Junior Mesa. Um, probably pronouncing his name wrong also. Don't really give a fuck. But the song is great and you should listen to it. It's just a fucking relaxing, chill song. So definitely, you know, windows down, a little bit of roadhead. Okay. Get it. Um, okay, did you forget that? That was a running joke with me and Jim every time we would talk about chill music. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. I didn't know that was a joke. Really? No, I, not at all. Jim and I like got to a point where I think where we said it on every episode. Really? Yes. I don't remember that. We always waited for like one of us had like a chill song. We're like, oh, windows down, a little bit of own hand. <laughs> I feel like I blocked out half of the shit you guys said. Um, my third song is Renegade by Styx. Renegade, Renegade, Renegade. That's not what it is. <laughs> dumb, dumb. I know, that's a rap song. I know who Styx is. Do you know what Renegade is yes. by the Styx? Yes, I do, Katie. I can't think of it right now. I'm drawing a blank, but it's like a... I, yeah. Yeah. Finally found yeah. me. Yeah, Billy Madison. Um, or Supernatural. No. Uh, my next song... Is brand new by No Rome, Charlie XCX, and the 1975, and the song is called Spinning. Uh, it's okay. I really like. I really like the song. I say it's okay because I don't think the 1975 is featured in it enough. 
It's oh. more Charlie XCX than anybody else. See, I was like you said, no Rome, and I, my question was going to be: Are they still being produced by the 1975? Yes, Charlie XCX is also. I think she's signed to Dirty Hit as well, and she's massive right now. So, yeah, she, I've, we've heard a couple of her songs, haven't mm-hmm. we? The song's really good. I just really wish there was more 1975. You just want more 1975 yes. in general. Because I don't think you really hear Maddie. I think it's more the band playing. Are they going to put out new music? Have they led? They're working on music. Yeah. They are? Since they can't tour, they're like, I guess we'll just make another album. Really? Yeah. Oh, that makes me excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember Maddie and uh, Georgie are working on their own solo stuff too. No. I, I mean, I do remember, uh, do remember that while you say, whoa. I do you remember you saying that now, but I forgot. Yeah, because you're stupid. Um, Damn right. Is it your song? Yeah. Uh, Man Eater by Hall & Oates. This is such a random like song selection for you. Watch out, boy. Here she comes. Whoa, here she comes. She's a man eater. Yeah, that's, whoa, whoa, that's here the one. she comes. That's, that's the song. Watch out, boy. She'll chill you up. Oh, here she comes. Okay. My next song <laughs> is by this band called Daft Punk. I don't know if you ever heard of them. I listened to their album today. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. I told you, Random Access Memories is a masterpiece. I probably only made it through half of it. So you didn't. Really? No, I mean, I did. It was on, but the other half was like I was doing something else and not really listening so I probably made it through the whole thing, but I only really listened to half. Gotcha. Well, the song that I'm picking is from Random Access Memories, and the song is called Instant Crush with Julian Casablancas from The Strokes. Okay. Um, love that song. Really quick about Daft Punk. Got a little baked the other day. Got and, a little nerdy. And uh, I was just looking up Daft Punk stuff, just listening to their music. And there was a couple things that I discovered that I didn't really know about, and one of them was the way that they announced that they were coming out with Random Access Memories um, back in 2011. That album didn't come out until 2013. And at Coachella in 2011, they showed a trailer. Like, they, you hear, like, the rift of Get Lucky in the background, and there's there's this white line shown, like, on the screen to all the fans at Coachella. And all the fans are kind of like, what is this? Like, we're intrigued because... They wouldn't just randomly play nothing, so it has to be something kind of big to get played at Coachella. Mm-hmm. And as that white line that's on the screen starts rotating downward, and it starts to reveal Daft Punk's logo, and it's just their name, Daft Punk. So people are like, oh, shit, this is Daft Punk. Like, holy shit. At Coachella. They're going to put out new music? Like, what is this? And then all of a sudden, the next thing you see, they cut to Pharrell's face, and people will... Everybody in the crowd just starts going, whoa. Like, you hear everybody are just like, they gasp almost and start cheering. Mm-hmm. It's like a holy shit moment. And I forget who's on guitar with them at the time uh, during Get Lucky. It's going to drive me crazy because he's like a well-known, like, guitarist, like a legend. Yeah. And then you see them playing, and as the camera slowly, like, pans around them, it reveals both the two Daft Punk guys playing like guitar and the drums and the crowd just erupts. But what's really cool about the video is that the crowd's like not moving at first, like as the music was on and as the music keeps going on, as the trailer keeps going on, you slowly start to see everybody start kind of dancing a little bit. And then by the end, like everybody's like into They're it vibing. fucking dancing. Cause if you really think about it, the first time you heard get lucky, at least the first time I heard get lucky, 
I was like, holy shit, this is fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like, like this is a fucking a phenomenal song. That's how everybody was. And then it, like, gets to up all night to get lucky. We're up all night to get lucky, like, before the breakdown c- mm-hmm. kicks in. And it, as that part's going on, it, it comes up random access memories. And then it cuts to the breakdown with, like, them in front of, the, like, their silhouettes in front of the, like, the sunset. And the crowd's just like, holy shit. And then it, the words flash up on the screen, new album by Daft Punk featuring, like, it says all these people, right? And it shows, and the, in the trailer that they were showing for Get Lucky is the actual music video for Get Lucky. But what's crazy to me is that as they're showing this and hyping all of this up, they don't release the album for another two years. That's so crazy. With, and they don't release that music video for another two years. They don't release that song for another two years. That's so crazy. Yeah, so only people at Coachella saw that and were like, oh, like, holy shit. That would have drove me fucking crazy if I was there. You would have been like, when is Daft Punk putting this I'm like, out? can I just listen to that fucking great song again? Just, just please? Just one more time. And then everybody was probably took that wish back when Get Lucky was overplayed on every fucking radio station when it came out. Yeah, it, it isn't one of my favorites only because of that. It, it's it's one of mine. I've, I've grown to like really like it again just because it's it's not played anymore. But... Like the other day when I was listening to it, I'm like, God, I forget how good of a song this is. This is a really good song. Uh, one of the other things about Daft Punk, we talked about their breakup last week, right? Yes. Um, I have now, I'm on full on believing that they are done. And you, know, you and I talked about this the other day because I was showing you this. In 2006, they made a film. I forget what the film is called. I think it's called A Human After All. Um, we need to watch it. It's just, it's nobody speaks and it. it just plays their music. Like a short film. No, it's like an hour long. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, at the end of the movie is when the Daft Punk guy explodes, when one of them explodes. And right. that's the video that they showed last week during their breakup when they split. They literally took that same scene and just used it as that. Um, what's insane is that that film came out in 2006. Uh, when the credits are rolling for that film, and I think maybe one more scene, the song Touch plays in the background. Touch is on random access memories. So you literally heard that song in 2006 for like a minute, and it's on their last album. That came out in? 2013. That's crazy. It literally, they waited seven years to release that. They literally had this planned. They had it in their back pocket the whole time. They're like, this is how we're going out. And we're literally telling you how we're going out. Very organized artist. Yeah. That's, to me, that's amazing. That's why I love Daft Punk as much as, why I love Daft Punk as much as I do. I agree. I think it's really creative and really like cohesive. Mm-hmm. They they genuinely cared about what content they were putting it out, in what order and at what time they were doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. And Daft Punk has always had this mentality of, we need to top our last album. We need to top our last album. We need to top our last album. They've always said that every time they put out an album. Um, and I know I've read articles about them being like random access memories is our masterpiece. We think it's perfect. We won every award that we were nominated for. They won all the Grammys. They won every Grammy that they were nominated for. They won album of the year. Like it's their masterpiece. So how are you going to top a masterpiece in perfection? Right. I I don't know. I kind of 
like the idea of ending on a high note. Mm-hmm. I like with a lot of like with the Undertaker, that was not the high note. Mm-hmm. See, the thing is, they could come back as somebody else and restart their careers, and nobody would know. And that's the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. That is literally the coolest thing. Like, how do you keep that big of a secret? Right. Unless it's just two people under masks, and people are like, "Are you actually Daft Punk?" Like who? Like how? Right. Thanks, pretty cool. Blows my mind that the internet still doesn't know who they are. There's, I mean, if you Google it, you can find pictures of them, but you wouldn't remember their faces. It's not like a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's not like when you Google Daft Punk, that comes up right away. You know. Yeah. No, I get it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Insta Crush Daft Punk with Julian Julian Casablancas from Random Access Memories one of my songs what's your next song uh, my last song I've been really getting into Dolly Parton lately um, not necessarily because of her music but because of like all the cool she's just a cool fucking person but I have found that I do like her music like the older shit um, The Bridge by Dolly Parton it's basically about um, this like young couple who have sex and she gets pregnant and the guy leaves her and so she jumps off the bridge and the song's just like going and it's kind of like a happy little tune. And when she jumps, it, the song just abruptly cuts off. Oh, like, it's that song? Yeah. So it's like, like not about, like it doesn't finish. It just abruptly stops. Mm-hmm. I really like that song. Mm-hmm. It's so creative. And so before, I think it was like one of her first solo albums. And so it's, you know, out in like the fucking 60s or some shit maybe. Mm-hmm. And it's so creative for that time to yeah, do that. It really was. Uh, my song of the week, which will be played in its entirety at the end of today's show, is by this guy named Tay Ty 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 Verdes Ty Verdes, and the song is called "Drugs, Not Hard Ones, Only Ones That Change My." I fucked it up already, but anyway, "Drugs" is the name <laughs> of the song. Sometimes I do drugs, not hard ones, just ones that change my mind up. Don't mind me if I light up, only mean them. I don't even know. Only mean it, sorta, kinda. Drugs. (laughs) Oh my god, that song is so good. That song is so fucking good. TikTok famous on Spotify. Well, no, actually. Is he not on Spotify? Take that back. Um, I actually think the song came out way before the TikTok came out. I think we found him on TikTok. Because that song has like a million views on YouTube. How much? Let's see. How many plays does yeah, it have? I would, I would think TikTok helped it get on Spotify it maybe. It could have. For sure. For sure. I want to hear his other music because he's, I really like that song. That song has 18 million plays, but he has another song called Stuck in the Middle that has 45 million plays. So. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. And fun fact, uh, he actually messaged me on Instagram. So. Oh, I'm, really? Yeah, so we might be getting another artist on Offended Ooh, soon. That'll be fun. I know. Which is cool. It is very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right, and that is your songs of the week. Make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Offender Presents Songs of the Week. I will update it. Uh, let's get you into promise? the face and heel of the week. All right. Mine's centered about um, television because it's kind of a lame week for me. No shit went on in my life. Um. So my face, am I going to do both at the same time? I forget. Do whatever you want. Okay. I'll just do both. Uh, my face is Handmaid's Tale because it's supposed to be coming yeah. out. It's supposed to be coming out soon. Hopefully I've like, it's better than the last two seasons. Yeah. I'm watching the first season again. I'm like, fuck, this is so good. The first season was so good. And then the, like the beginning of the second season was good. 
Actually, maybe did I like the second season? I can't. I remember. think we liked the second season. In the third, nothing happened in the third season. But they are. It was like watching up... an episode of Raw for like seven episodes straight. They are setting up the story. Like it's got us. I am hopeful for the last season. I'm hoping this is the last season. I hope they wrap it up, have an ending. So that's my face. I'm getting excited. My heel is fucking Sister Wives. I love that goddamn show so much on TLC. I wait for it every year to come out. I'm like, is it going to come out? Did it get canceled? Like, I got to know what's happening in the Brown family life, okay? And this season sucks so far. There's been two episodes, maybe even three. Really? I thought the second episode was actually entertaining because they were just fighting the whole time. Well, yes, but there's nothing that's happened. Like, this is the first season that Nothing I... Nothing ever happens. Yes, it does. This is the first season where I actually feel like it's being <sighs> overproduced. No. Yes. The commercials are longer. Nothing the segments are shorter. No, it's not. It's yes. the exact same. No, it's not. You're just used to watching it on video on demand where you have to actually watch the commercials so it feels longer. Maybe we should start watching the commercials. No, we shouldn't. Um, no, Sister Wives. And Cody's hilarious this year. He, okay, Cody is hilarious. He got shit on so bad last season. Because you can tell he just doesn't give a fuck. But I will say, okay, so there's four wives and one husband. They're not like the fucking Utah people who are the child brides kind of shit. They don't do that. They even have like a daughter who's gay and they're totally supportive. Like this is like an open-minded Christian polygamous situation i guess i don't know it's very fucking interesting and all of the seasons i feel like have been they've been brutally honest and kind of too sharing too much of their lives where you're like wow i can't believe you just shared that with the world kind of situation but this season i feel like they're trying to create drama i'm not sure but there's two wives that should just not be married to Cody. i was just about to say that to you i'm like two wives should just get a divorce because they're one of them is a psycho in my opinion and the other is just you can tell she's just not happy. She's like, and which one I don't do you know, think? Which one am I calling a psycho? I know you're calling Christina psycho. Yes. Yeah. And Mary's just not happy, but that could be for TV because they keep. I don't think it is. Okay, hear me out. So they keep teasing that they're not going to move into one big house, but they're going to move into four separate houses, and it's called so much caused so much drama. I feel like they're going to move into one big house, and it was like they played us the whole time. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's actually this is actually one of the. First reality shows where I actually think that they're somewhat telling the truth just because I feel like they kind of have to with their situation. Um, That's why I like it, though, because they really do usually they don't usually do a lot of fake shit. Right. And you can look up like documents and stuff about them actually suing the state of Utah and stuff and all this other stuff. So I actually think that this is actually one of the true, actually real reality shows. Mm -hmm. I don't think that. What they're doing is fake. Um, I really do think that he's going to get divorced from at least Mary for sure. And maybe that wicks bitch up. I don't even know. I can't stand her. <laughs> she's such an asshole. No, like, in the earlier season, she's not. It just. Yes, she was. You showed me clips. You showed me clips. She's the exact same. She wants it only to be her. Maybe you shouldn't be in a. A uh, polygamous relationship then. I don't know. If you're going to be like that, you can't be in a polygamous, polygamous relationship. She doesn't want to share her house with the other sister wives because she thinks it's weird while everybody else is like, why don't we do this? Like, And it's true. So yeah, she's my, well, not she's my heel, but sister wives in general. Give me more sister wife time. I need it. Right. Okay. Cool. Okay, cool. My face of the week is Jordan Bennington. Um, I wonder why. 
just fucking going crazy at the end or in be in the middle of the San Jose game from Saturday night. Bennington just tried to fight everybody in the world, and the interviewer asked him last night, uh, why did you do that during the San Jose game? And he said, because I was fucking pissed off. Next question. <laughs> do I look nervous? Right. And I love all these fucking loser hockey fans out there. They're like, oh, he looks nervous now. And it's like, he looks like a pussy and a bitch boy now. And it's like, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm showing my age here. But when I was younger, pussies and bitch boys never tried to start fights. That's just me. But okay. You stupid fucking dumbass. They're just dumbasses. mad that he's not their goalie. Oh, they're. That's ex- all that it is. They. I hate. You need to change this. You need to change all that. You change it. Um, fucking computer just tried to go to sleep. Um, but no, it's like I argued with somebody the other day because I'm like these softies, these so-called hockey fans are saying like even like our general manager, the Blues GM, is making fun of people and like fans for saying this now. He normally never – like GMs never normally like comment on like what fans are saying. And our GM was like, if people really think that this is the worst thing they've ever seen, then maybe you shouldn't be watching hockey because this is nothing compared to like what has happened. This he's like, this is even the worst thing that's happened this season. Fucking Alexander Ovechkin literally speared somebody in the balls last night and got five and got fined five thousand dollars for that. But nobody says anything because that's Alexander Ovechkin. But what Jordan Bington did was so wrong because he's a goalie. Go fuck yourself. That's what I don't understand. Like, hockey is a sport where you can fight. It's legal to fight. You can start fights. Like, obviously, you can't, like, beat the shit out of someone. And it's, like, right. somewhat controlled environment. But goalies don't ever get to fight. Ever. But And I know it's a penalty when they cross the ice to go fight the other goalie. But it's also happened before. It's happened it happened Before, in the minor leagues twice this season but I don't, already. What I don't understand is why is it okay for everybody else to fight, but not the goalie, but the goalie is the one that's on the ice the entire fucking it's, game and has to be shit on the entire fucking game. And when one goalie lets off a little steam, and it's not like he even did anything that bad. He did it. He made Eric, if anybody's a bitch boy, it's the San Jose defenseman, Eric Carlson, who flinched like a little bitch when he, when Bennington skated up to him and act like he was going to punch him. Carlson almost fell over. Like, yeah, it's just... That's a bitch, boy. It's just hockey. It's hockey. I'm sorry. If all the other players get to fight, and the goalie who's got the most ice time out of the entire fucking right. team, shut the fuck up. Right. Shut up. So San, shut up. the San Jose game on Monday night is going to be fun to watch. Uh, that's all I got to say. And Evander Kane, I can't stand this motherfucker. This is my least favorite hockey player, I think, ever. Uh, he was like, Bennington talks way too much. If he's lucky I wasn't on the ice. I'm like, you wouldn't do shit. So many people try to fight you, and you never fight. You always fight the smallest person on the ice. You won't fight Ryan Reeves when Ryan Reeves is like, let's fucking dance. God, I would love to see that. And then this is also the guy, he says, he, Biddington talks too much. Hey, dumb fuck. Remember over the summer how much you bragged and talked about how much money you had in Vegas? Wait, how much money do you owe to casinos in Vegas right now? Isn't it like somewhere around $28 million? Oh, my God. So... Maybe you should just keep your fucking mouth shut, you dumb fuck. Like, holy shit. Is he your heel or do you have someone better? I just... <laughs> and all these people, all these other fucking fans who love fighting and all this shit and they don't like that. It's like, did you never watch Patrick Waugh play hockey in the 90s? That dude's a psycho. And all these other people are like, well, Bennington's short. He wouldn't win a fight. 
Bennington's a psycho. Bennington probably would win a fight because he's a fucking crazy person. Have you seen him in interviews? How dead, like, monotone he is? He would probably murder somebody. I think so. He's like that cool, calm, collected person that you you don't know what they're going to do because they never give you any clues as to what the fuck they're right. going to do. And their hand-eye coordination has to be good if he's a goalie, so you'd think that he wouldn't be able to land a punch or know that your punches are coming? Just saying. It's th- things to think about. My heel of the week is that stupid fucking Tom and Jerry movie that I was so excited to see last week. That was my face last week. Fuck that movie. It's now my heel. That movie was so dumb. Uh, basically, uh, if I could save anybody from watching that movie, don't watch it. Or Watch the first 20 minutes, and yeah. that's, that's as good as it gets. The animation was cool, and then you're like, oh, cool. It's like literally like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. This is great. And then they introduced the main character, and she was terrible. And the whole movie's about her, and Tom and Jerry become side characters. Not even really side characters. They're just like honorable mentions. Yeah, they're just like, I'm in the, they're just like, oh, they're in the movie. It's not even about them. The movie is called Tom and Jerry. Shouldn't the movie be about them? No, it's about a wedding and someone who lost their job but got it back and lives happily ever after. Right. That's literally what it's about. It's not about, and Tom and Jerry helps her. That's it. And they help her for like a minute. And it doesn't really make sense on how they help her in some other ways. They just needed to throw some more cartoon in there yeah. to like make it about Tom and There's Jerry. There's a bunch of loose ends in that movie where it's like, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. And I'm not just saying that. I know it's a kid's movie and it's targeted towards kids. But there's a lot of really good kids movies out there that I don't say this on. And I think even kids would be like, wait a second. What? <laughs> like... Like, the kids that are going to like this movie are kids that don't pay attention to stories. Kids that are going to like this movie are two-year-olds. Yes, that's that's exactly what I mean. Kids that don't pay attention to stories yeah. and, like, colors and shapes. When in reality, like, when we when we saw the movie, how many uh, how many adults were in the theater? There was a, quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. And, and by we, the way. We all left disappointed. And it, we were social distanced, you fucking weirdos. And it was actually very clean. So shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, fuck that movie. Fuck Tom and Jerry. I'm tired. I hate everything. Wah, wah, wah. Shut up. All right. And that was your face and heel of the week. Coming up is our AEW Revolution predictions. But before we do that, let's hear a quick word from our other sponsor, the Going Off Topic Podcast, which you should listen to their newest episode, the movie game four, because I'm the champion. But hey, let's throw it over to the host of the show, the guy that only got one point, Kyle Fauché. What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauché here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about. From movies to TV to music to sports to gaming to anything, really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauche, on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic. And don't forget about anythingbutcredible.com, where you can find everything for the pod, including the written blog post. That's right. We're carrying over the Going Off Topic blog to anythingbutcredible.com, too. So check it all out there, and I'll catch you on the next time. Brings a revolution now. Go. Let's go. Take the back off the track. Back to back. We attack. Watch it.
AEW Revolution is this Sunday night, not Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I was going to say that. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh, it's been a running joke with everybody in AEW now. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it has been. Um, but as always, it's a, before we get into our predictions here, um, it's, a, uh, it's a new week, so you know what that means. Time for Max Caster's new rap. Let's listen to it, and I'm it. gonna I'm gonna warn you guys now. There is a line in there that is kind of fucked up, and when I say kind of fucked up, it's fucked up, and it's awesome. All right, here is Max Caster's new rap from this past week's Dynamite. Negative one, that's uh, for those who don't know, Brody Lee's son. Um, he's in the ring going at, like trying to run after him. Tends holding him back. It's hilarious. It is hilarious. That kid has so much confidence. Mm-hmm. It's yes, great. He does. Max Caster, though. Holy shit. He went there. Yeah, he did. But it's comedy. It's comedy, and he's a heel. Like, you're not supposed to like him. You're not supposed to like what he said. But he still got cheered anyway at the end of his rap. No, but when the Lady Gaga part came out, they were like, they're like, oh shit! But that's like, the reaction he wanted. Yeah, exactly. You, and everybody bid on it. That's the best. That's the thing that I think is the most hilarious. Everybody bid on that. Yeah, no, there was everybody was offended a little bit. Mm-hmm. Even us, we were like, oh fuck. I was like, holy <laughs> shit! I love it. <laughs> um. All right. So AEW Revolution. Here's our preview. Uh, Katie is the current offended predictions champion by like three times. Well, no, you you like you're a one-time champion. You've just retained it like yeah. two or three times. Yeah, you're not a three-time champion. You're a one-time champion. But I've won three times. It, that's not how the, being a champion works, Katie. It's not like if so. If Kenny Omega wins on Sunday, um, does that make him a two-time AEW champion? No, he just retains the title. But he won the match. Right, but he doesn't become a two-time champion. He is the champion. Well, fuck you. Like, if Moxley wins, then yeah, then he's a two-time champion. Just read the fucking options. He's just dumb. All right, match one. On the buy-in, we got Riho and Thunder Rosa versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Rebel, not Reba. What? Rebel. Rebel, not Reba. I don't get that. That's her name. Oh, I was like, have I been saying it wrong? Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm totally think Riho and Thunder Rosa are gonna win that match. Let's get off the bat really quickly. Um, Rio Rosa. Yeah, I'm gonna say that. Yeah, I had to think about yeah. it. Yeah, 
Shut up. Uh, and fun fact, uh, AEW put this out on Spotify. Everyone smile. What is a dentist's favorite dinosaur? A velociraptor. It's so good. I was not. I was like, "What are we listening to?" Yeah, it's literally called the Reba Giggle. <laughs> Ooh, that's clever. Yeah, it is. It's fucking great. I, I was if dying else, at. I if was dying else did at that. that. It'd be so dumb. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I was fucking Reba dying. Giggle. Dying at laughing at that. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good shit. Hmm. Yes, it Ooh. is. So yeah, I got Thunder Rosa and Riho. I don't Me think they're losing. Me as well. Um, all right, next up, let's go into the main card now. Let's we're gonna start with the Casino Tag Team uh, Battle Royal for a future AEW World Tag Team Championship match. In the match is Bear Country, Dark Order members Alex Reynolds and John Silver, Dark Order members Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Dark Order members 5 and 10, uh, Santana and Ortiz, The Butcher and The Blade, Private Party, uh, Top Flight, Death Triangle with Pac and Ray Phoenix, The Varsity Blondes, The Seidel Brothers, SCU, The Natural Nightmares, Chaos Project, The Gun Club, and a team that we don't know about. Wait, what is this match? This is a battle royal. Oh, so the tag team has to win. Yeah, a tag team has to win. Oh, I was totally listening for not that. <laughs> Shit. Okay, who are you picking? Oh my god. Did you not listen to anything? <laughs> I mean, I did, but I was the, I thought you were going to be like these three tag teams are versus these three tag teams. I don't know, uh because I can't see Oh, well, I guess they could cuz there's a mystery person in the ladder match too. So I just feel like, will they do both mystery guys winning? Because I think the mystery guy is going to win the ladder match, personally. But the ladder match is later on that night? Yes. We'll get to that in a, in a minute. But, um... Because it, it makes... To me, it makes a difference on who the tag team is... Like, who is going to be the tag team champions after Revolution. So... So whoever wins this gets to go on to the ladder match. No. I am so fucking The confused. winner of this match wrestles the tag team champions at a future date. It's not that hard. It's really not that hard to understand. This okay. is a tag team battle royal. Tag teams are in this. Yes. The winner of the match will face the AEW tag team champions on an episode of Dynamite at a future date. And who are the current tag team champions? The Young Bucks. Okay. And they wrestle Jericho and MJF. Okay. My God, why are you so confused? I, I don't know. I... 
I feel like I was expecting you to say one thing, and I'm listening for one thing. Because there's a mystery tag team in this match that we don't know about, and there's a mystery person in the ladder match also for the TN for the number one contender for the TNT Championship. Okay. I don't think they're gonna let two mystery people win both matches. No, I don't. That's think so. what I'm saying. Okay. Jesus Christ! Not that hard to figure out. Wow, I haven't even had a drink yet. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, who are you picking? I, I asked you. Well, I'm kind of leaning towards top flight, but I don't know if that's no, if they're, they're too young. No, they're not going to win. Um, pick them, though, because you can lose your title. No. Um, I'm just thinking out loud here. I'm going to go with Santana and Ortiz. But I could actually see a Dark Order team winning, though. I know. I want to lean towards Dark Order. But which ones? There's three different Dark Order teams in this match. What are the three Dark Orders? Oh, my God. Were you not paying attention? For the third time, no. I was listening. I thought you were listening off team names. I was trying to write them down. No. Yeah. Okay. Dark Order members, Alex Reynolds and John Silver. That's one. Yes. The next, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. That's two. And five and ten is three. God. I feel like they're really trying to push ten. No? It's up to you. There's a lot of tag team matches. I know. On this there's card. a lot. No. Matches. Oh, and just in general? Yes. I'm going to pick. I don't know. I don't know. This one's tough. This one is tough. All right. So I think I picked Santana Ortiz. I'm actually going to change it. What are you going to? Let me go first. I'm going to change it to. Fuck you. Fuck you. Death Triangle. Fuck you. Zero. Mirror. That's what I was going to fucking pick. You can still pick it. Well, that's what I'm picking. Yeah. What's their tag team name? Death Triangle. So we have the same pick so far. Great. I should have I should have looked at the list by myself. That's, we're not going to keep having the same picks. I'll tell you that. Um, next up, we have another. There's a lot of tag team matches on this card, which I really like. I love how AEW is really focusing on tag teams because WWE does not. Um, next up, we have Best Friends, Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor, Charles the Butler versus Miro and Kip Sabian. Oh, Fuck. I think Miro is winning. I think Miro is going to destroy both of them by himself. And then possibly destroy Kip Sabian at the end. Yeah, I kind of am leaning that way too because Miro needs like a big win. Yeah, I think he's, I think we're done with this like team right now. I think I think after Revolution, I think Miro is totally just going to take off personally. Yeah, he needs like a... I feel like he just hasn't had like a big winning moment mm-hmm. yet. He cut and a, they're going to give it to him on a pay-per-view because he deserves to right. be a big person. He cut a promo on Dynamite this past week, and apparently he he was speaking in Bulgarian, like on one of the parts, like saying oh, really? like some shit. And there was a person on Twitter, she's like, I speak Bulgarian. You don't want me to repeat what he just said, because it's fucked up. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to murder you in yeah. your sleep. And then um, on the AEW podcast, Tony Schiavone was like, Miro is just one person. Like I don't, I would never want to make mad ever. Like he seems like he would just tear somebody apart. And Tony Khan's like, yeah, he could, but also he's the biggest teddy bear in the world, and he's the king of the boys backstage. <laughs> it's like that's what everybody calls him, the king of the king boys. Of the boys. <laughs> that's great. I know. Um, but yeah, I got Miro and Kip Sabian winning this match. I think I do too. All right, let's go to the next match. 
And our next match is the big money match. The winner receives the loser's 2021 first quarter earnings. And that is between Adam Hangman Page and big money Matt Hardy. Um, I think Hardy's going to win. Because I think they're going to totally play into the Page is going to get depressed again thing. Or, this one I don't know. Or Dark Order tries to help Adam Page and they accidentally cost him the match, which basically like restarts like the elite story with Adam Page. But if Adam Page would win, I just don't know. Matt Hardy's gimmick isn't really working for me. So it's hard for me to it's hard for me to like know or feel like I know what is gonna happen. I'm gonna go. Yeah. This one's tough. There's a couple of these on here that are really tough. And because AEW has done such a good job of when you think something's going to happen, it doesn't happen. Swerve. Yeah. Um, so you know what? I'm going to change it to Hangman Page. I think I'm going to keep it at Matt Hardy. All right. Okay. And Tony Khan. I guess they're paying Matt Hardy some big money because Tony Khan, they're like, you, you get like the earnings for this. And. Tony Khan's like, and Adam Page, I'm just saying, you might hope that you win because Matt Hardy makes some decent money here. And, like, Aubrey started laughing at Tony for that. (laughs) Um, Next up, we have, let's go with the face of the Revolution ladder match for a chance for a future AEW TNT championship match. And it was announced in the podcast today that that match will take place on Dynamite next week. Okay. Um, And if Darby Allin is too injured to wrestle... He will be forfeiting the TNT championship. Is he actually injured? No, it's they're playing into the street fight. Oh, okay. Um, but the match, the people in the ladder match are Cody Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, Penta El Cerro Miro, Lance Archer, Max Caster of the acclaimed What Up, and a mystery person. I think, and the mystery person, by the way, uh, I, in my opinion, I think is going to be Ethan Page from Impact Wrestling. He just um, he didn't resign, and he deactivated his Twitter account. And all of a sudden, this past week, he posted a video on his Twitter, just like a random video of him naked in a white room, and he like he's looking around, and it's like you've been reborn. Go do whatever you want. Is he really good? Yes, he is very good. We've actually seen him live at an indie show. I'm going to vote mystery guy. You're going to go Ethan Page? Yep. Or you just, just put down mystery guy because it's probably, it might not be Ethan Page. See, this is the AEW thing. We think it's going to be this guy, but it might be somebody else. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Penta El Cerro Miro. Okay. Um, it's, and I honestly, in this match, I'm okay with anybody winning in this match. Oh, it'll be a fun match. I am mm-hmm. literally okay with anybody winning. I'd actually be kind of upset if Cody won. That's the only person. I was like, I don't want to see Cody win. They're not gonna. They're not gonna let no. him win. I don't think so either. Um, speaking of Cody, let's take a break from our predictions. Let's talk about that Shaq match. It was so great. <laughs> oh my god, it was so great. Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. It was so good. Um, it was just fun. Believable. Yeah, Shaq actually taking bumps, actually doing moves. How about when the the gun club like hit him with a steel chair, and Shaq just pulled him out of the crowd like it was nothing, threw him down, and then body slammed his brother, 
And the crowd is like going nuts. And Shaq's like, I ain't fucking around. And how about, God damn, I, I want to get a Shaq jersey just for this reason alone now. What about right before his powerbomb, he does a Brody Lee tribute? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like they this, must motherfucker, have been bros. this motherfucker just loves wrestling, probably. Mm-hmm. And he did it like he did a great powerbomb. The only thing he didn't do, like professional wrestling wise, stand in front of the camera. Yeah, that's <laughs> but that's like not even a big deal, right? Like that's the only like, and it's because he was prepping for the move. He was mm-hmm. getting to the center of the. And he's the massive. Ring. Oh my god. Cody's a big guy. Yeah. And he looked small. Yes. Yes, he did. And uh, how about the table spot? That was, it was kind of scary, but like. It was awesome. When Cody was like grabbed him and like flew. Mm-hmm. I was like, Cody's watching exactly yeah. where they're falling. And that match made Jade Cargill a fucking star. Well, she's awesome. She's going to be a future women's champion in AEW. And I think. Give her a few more months because you can tell she's kind of green still, but she was still good. She's strong as hell. Yeah. She just picked up the, what's the other wrestler's name? Red Velvet. She just picked up Red Velvet like it was, mm-hmm. um, like Red Velvet's tiny. She is tiny, mm-hmm. but she just picked her up like it was like, I don't know. I'm excited to see what Jade can do. I think she's going to be really good. I think she might be a major player for WWE or WWE for AEW in a couple of months. So you know who Maybe she reminds year. me of kind of like kind of being like a bad bitch with like her body is just like she's tall and she's like built. Mm-hmm. She reminds me of Charlotte Flair. I was about to ask you that because I've got the same vibe. Mm-hmm. It's like same kind of attitude. I mean, she's got her own attitude, her own whatever, but it's mm-hmm. like the same kind of powerhouse mm-hmm. body coming to AEW. I was like, damn it, you're like you're like Charlotte Flair who's a badass bitch that right. I would not want to fuck with. And uh, what happened to Shaq? Where did he go? I don't know. <laughs> so, hold on. Can we talk about how Shaq had to close his legs to be shoved in the ambulance? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> after Shaq went through the table, they put him on a stretcher. They put him in an ambulance when they get back from commercial. And they cut back to the announcers. And Jim Ross is like, oh, well, I think Tony Schiavone is back at the ambulance. I think he wants to talk to Shaq real quick. And Tony Schiavone goes, I know this is unprofessional, but I have to, I have to get a word from Shaq. I just want to know what's going through his mind. He opens up the ambulance door, and Shaq is not there. It, the 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 bed was empty. Stretcher is empty, and Tony Schiavone's like, Shaq was just here. I just watched him get loaded into this ambulance. I don't know where he's at. I I guess back to you guys. It was weird. And then they didn't bring it up at all. Yeah, they didn't bring it up again. And somebody on Twitter's like, what if Shaq actually just disappeared and, like, didn't show up for the NBA games at all? And, like, he was just done. Like, that's how he goes out. He's like, I've done my professional time in the public eye. It's The Undertaker. Oh my god! Can we talk about the photos of Shaq too? Dressed as the gimmicks oh, of yeah. everybody. Yeah, that was. I, I think that's my favorite thing that AEW has done. It's hilarious. It's like, <laughs> and they, they just did <laughs> such a good idea job. Was that? That's so great. Right. They just did such a good job with Shaq. The matches were. The match was extremely fun. And he looked really good. He did. They did a great job of making it fun. That's all that match needed to be. It didn't need to be a wrestling classic. It just needed to be fun, and that's exactly what it was. Great job, in my opinion. Um, all right, back to the revolution predictions. Let's go with the AEW Women's World Championship match as Hikaru Shida defends her championship against the women's tournament winner, Riho Mizunami. 
Um, I totally think uh, Hikaru Shida is retaining the title. I do too. I don't think Riho's winning anything anytime soon. It's not Riho. It's, it's Rio Misanami. I'm sorry, Rio. Uh, she's awesome, by the way. Rio Misanami is fucking cool. She's the as really shit. tiny one, right? No, that's Riho. Oh, who's Rio? That's what I'm saying to you. Oh. oh my god, you're not paying attention right now. No, I'm just confused on their Rio. names are so similar. Riho is spelled. R I H O. This is R Y O. How? What does Rio look like? What does her like outfit look like? Uh, here, pull it up for him. Like What's that. It? Like she's like a total like rock star when she oh, comes I'm out. Oh, I'm not even think. I'm thinking of Riho. I know. I know you were. That's why I had to say it several times. I think it's still gonna be Shida. I th- yeah, I think Shida wins for sure. Because I don't think uh, Misunami is signed by AEW. I could is, be wrong. Is she signed by someone else? She wrestles in Japan for uh uh who she wrestle for? For Shimmer, I think is what it's called. Okay. No, that's it. That's Chicago. Um I'm not really entirely sure. But she's what... a new face in AEW. She was actually wrestled uh in like Double or Nothing's first pay per view. She actually wrestled there and I think wrestled again at Fighter Fest. I feel like I remember her. Yeah. No, she was cool. She's cool I feel like I definitely remember her. very good wrestler. But she's new for AEW's newer. For now. Yeah. Yeah. She hasn't been on since 2019. But they could swerve it and she could win. I know. That's what's so great. I really wished that like Thunder Rosa was going to win. That's where I was. I was pulling for her to win because I really wanted her to just sign with AEW. But we'll see. Yeah, I'm picking Sheeta. Almost dropped my phone. Okay, I'm Sheeta too. No, you're Katie. Um, <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> you're so dumb. You're oh, not as dumb as you tonight. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, next up, we have a tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. So the winner of that battle royal, Katie, will we'll face, face the winner of this match okay. at a later date. On Wednesday. No. No. My God. I thought you just said it was announced on the podcast. I was happy For the on- TNT championship. For Darby's title. Pay attention. I am paying attention. No, you're not. Yes, I am. You're like a little kid in school that's just not understanding simple shit. I was going to cut this out of the show, but nope, I'm leaving it in. You're a bitch. Fine, go. Go ahead. The Young Bucks defend... Actually, I want to ask you a question. Are you still confused? The winner of the ladder match will face Darby Allen next week for the TNT Championship. The winner of the Battle Royal will face the winner of this match at a later date. That's not announced. Okay. God, it's not that hard. Well, I got it now, okay? It's like me trying to explain to you the WandaVision swerve that nobody saw coming. Yeah. It, like, just, it just takes a minute. It doesn't just take a minute. It took you like three days to realize like what I was talking about. It's, this isn't hard. This is professional wrestling. It's very simple and straightforward. The winner of that match will face the winner of this match. Oh! But there's just a lot of matches. Anyway, the Young Bucks are defending the AEW World Championships against Jericho and MJF of the uh... Inner Circle. I actually think Jericho and MJF are going to win. I think because I think them winning the title sets up Santana and Ortiz leaving the inner circle because I think that's what that whole story is going to is MJF 
destroying the inner circle from the inside out. And they're doing it very slowly. Sammy Guevara was first. And I think Santana Ortiz are next. And then Hager's next. And then that just leaves Jericho all by himself to the eventual babyface turn for Chris Jericho in AEW. God, I don't know what one to pick. Because they beat up his their dad. It's either, so this is why I think it's either going to happen. I think they win. Or Sammy Guevara screws over Jericho and MJF. But where, because Jericho and MJF, I feel like are going to stay together for a while. I think the rest of the Sammy Guevara could be the mystery person in the ladder match. Why do I not know? Why? Oh, oh, fuck, fudge, fudge. I don't know who to pick. You gotta pick one. I know, I'm really struggling now. I don't know who to pick. This is why you don't deserve to be the champion. Oh, shut up. I just think about my choices. Your shit choices. They've gotten me very far. <laughs> Fuck. I feel like the Bucks are gonna win. How? I don't know. Yeah, the Bucks are gonna win. All right. Okay. All right. All right, move on. We have two matches left before we get into those two matches. As a bonus point... Who is the big surprise for Revolution? Who's the new signee to AEW? Give me some options. So, in the promo, uh, Big Show was talking about, or excuse me, Paul White, no more BS, uh, was talking about that he has a big scoop and AEW has signed somebody to a multi-year deal and it's a Hall of Fame worthy person. And a lot of people are saying maybe he messed up and they're thinking about Hall of Famers. But if you said Hall of Fame worthy, uh, that limits and that's somebody that's not in the Hall of Fame. So you have Rob Van Dam. You have guys like Monty Brown. Um, Didn't you say Christian? Yeah, Chris. Yeah, we found out we found out Christian signed with WWE last he, week. He has to. I know. Stupid, stupid. CM Punk. That's a big one that people are saying. Batista is another one that's going around right now. Mine's um, between Batista or CM Punk. No, it's CM Punk. It's CM Punk. The one thing that's making me kind of think like maybe Big Show meant like a Hall of Famer is coming is because I think Mark Henry um, you could think be Mark one. Henry's coming over? I've, I've heard Mark Henry and Kurt Angle are like the big heavy favorites right now. What? Yeah. Kurt Angle's like a huge favorite because Kurt Angle's like in really good shape right now too he's been posting videos about him like working out like he's in incredible shape right now man i don't know y'all are some smart marks watching all these people's instas and everything mm-hmm. <laughs> and batista today saying um we need to change the term retired in pro wrestling because it literally means nothing that is true but you said multi-year deal so i'm thinking of someone who can hang for maybe mick foley well he's a think? hall of famer but he's a Hall of Famer. See, that's why, I, I don't know, somebody else brought up Bully Ray, which I really don't want to happen at all. Oh, my God, I'd be so disappointed. I think the wrestling world would be disappointed if that was him. Um, it's Bubba Ray Dudley, by the way, from the Dudley Bros. Oh, okay. Um, and I don't really know who else it would be, but those are like the main people that aren't signed to anywhere right now. I'm doing CM Punk. Oh, God, my God. If that if CM Punk actually is the person, holy shit. Like AEW is going to 
like their ratings for Wednesday night are going to be through the fucking roof. Uh, yeah, it's my boat. Um, I'm gonna go with. I wish it was Christian. I'm gonna go with. We go with Kurt Angle. A little curdy, curdy angle. Mm, that's for bonus points. That means nothing. It means nothing. That's if we have a tie at the end. That's a tiebreaker. Fine. Um, all right. Two matches left. Let's go to the street fight. Team Taz, Brian Cage, and Ricky Starks versus Darby Allen, the TNT champion, Darby Allen, and Sting! Darby. You don't think so? <sighs> I'm I'm going with Darby. I'm going Team Taz. Okay. I think Team Taz wins. Uh, Sting and Darby Allen have been getting the upper hand on Team Taz for the last two weeks now. I don't think they're going to win. Yeah, but they're not going to make Sting lose. I think they will. Sting knows his role. He's <sighs> not here. He's not in AEW to win. He's in AEW to elevate stars. And what a way to elevate Ricky Starks and Brian Cage than by beating Sting. Fine, I'm doing that one too. You convinced You're me. You're picking all my same picks. Well, you did that for the think, the death triangle. And uh, I expect Darby Allen to take some crazy fucking bump in this match. I'm worried for his safety. Um, and finally, the main event. I don't know. I don't know. I do know. In the first time ever on American television, ever done an American promotion. It is an exploding barbed wire death match for the AEW World Championship with Kenny Omega defending the title against John Moxley. And I am picking Kenny Omega because I think they are writing off John Moxley so he can go have a baby with his wife. I agree. Except I wrote it wrong on the notes that I'm taking. So, so how fucked up do you think that match is going to be? I don't. I really don't think I can watch it. I think I'm going to be like on my phone dicking around and you're going to be like, Katie, watch this part and we'll watch that part later. I don't think I can. I couldn't. When they show the flashbacks of Moxley slamming, is it Moxley getting slammed through the glass table? No, Moxley slams Omega yeah. through the glass. I, I cringe when they show the flashbacks of them going into the barbed wire pit. I'm like, oh, no, I, I just I, I can't. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh no, 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 no. That should be uh, AEW. You need to get a TikTok and make that TikTok when they announce the barbed wire death match. <laughs> and then quickly flash like all the shit that they've done with each other. Oh my God, just do it. Do I, it know, I will. Um, yeah, I, and a little fun fact, Kenny Omega out of character, the Sports Illustrated the other day was like, they were discussing like, how, do we, how should we end our feud? And um, it was Kenny Omega that was like, let's do a, exploding barbed wire death match like kind of joking around about it and moxley's like are you sure you want to do that like you want to do that match and kenny omega's like can we like and tony khan's like yeah why not let's do it and he was saying like john moxley is the craziest person that he knows because like you can bring up an idea to him he's like are you sure you want to do that fuck it let's do it i'm in like moxley will say yes to everything that's so crazy Mm -hmm. no no thank you yeah so AEW Revolution. The Revolution brings a revolution now. Is this Sunday on pay-per-view Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. All right. And 
Here are our picks again. Uh, first off, how do you write this? Can we read it? Yes, okay. you can read our picks. First off, we've got. Go talk into the mic. Well, okay, so I didn't write down. I couldn't write down all the names. I'm not that bad, so the typer. Jesus Christ. <laughs> can we do anything right? All right, so I I think I get what you did. Okay. Cool. But uh, anyway, I picked Thunder Rosa and Riho. Katie picks Britt Baker, and no. that's how you have it. No, I have TK. That's top. Then why did you write Britt Baker down? Just so I knew what the match was. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> God, <laughs> why do you do this so weird? I don't know. Just write it down next time. Okay. <laughs> and write our names at the top. I'm playing the goddamn theme. And you're just ruining the whole fucking thing. You know what? We're going to restart it. Here here we go again. Okay, and this Sunday on pay-per-view is AEW Revolution. revolution it's going to be a kick-ass pay-per-view. Let's do this again. Okay. Dumbass. Um, first off at the pre-show, we have Riho and Thunder Rosa versus Dr. Britt Baker and Rebel, and we both picked Riho and Thunder Rosa. Next up, we have the Tag Team Battle Royal, and both of us also picked Death Triangle with Pac and Ray Phoenix winning that match. Next, we have uh, Best Friends versus Miro and Kip Sabian. And again, Katie, you wrote down both teams. Yes. Which team is your pick? Uh, Miro. Okay, and we both picked Miro and Kip Sabian. Again. I didn't expect you to read these Next. Out loud. I do this every time. I forget. I don't know what you do. What is, you are just on another planet tonight. Jesus. Next up, we have the big money match between Adam Hangman Page and Matt Hardy. I picked Adam Hangman Page. Katie picked Matt Hardy. Next, we have... The face of Revolution Ladder Match for a chance at the TNC Championship, which will be defended next week on Dynamite against Darby Allen. And in this match, Katie picked the mystery opponent, which should be Ethan Page. I'll be shocked if it's not him. And I picked Penta, Cero, Penta El Cero Miro. Uh, next, we have the AEW Women's Championship. Um, and he did it again. Jesus Christ. Next up, we have the AEW Women's Championship, and we both picked Hikaru Shida to beat Ryo Mizunami. Uh, next, we have the AEW Tag Team Championships, where the Young Bucks defend against Jericho and MJF. Uh, Katie picked the Young Bucks. I picked Jericho and MJF. Uh, next, we have the street fight between... Uh, we have the street fight between Team Taz and Darby Allin and Sting. And we both picked Team Taz, I think, by Katie's writing. This makes no sense how she wrote this down. I'm, I'm going to take a screenshot of this. No, I'm going to post it. No. Uh, and finally, in the main event, we have Kenny Omega versus John Moxley for the AEW World Championship in an exploding barbed wire death match. And we both think Kenny Omega will win that match. And that is our predictions for AEW Revolution this Sunday night only on pay-per-view. Check it out because it's going to be a great show. Alright. We got through it. We did it. No thanks to you, but we got through it. 
let's hit him with the one, two, three finish and let's skedaddle. Uh, one, two, three finish. Um, fuck low rise skinny jeans. Uh, they're coming back. Muffin tops are also back. So, uh, have fun with that Gen Z because nobody in my generation is going to be wearing that shit. And two, see you next Tuesday, NXT. That's going to be my new favorite thing to fucking say because cunt is my favorite word. And three, fuck yeah, revolution. I'm actually really excited. Are you? Yes. Like, this is, like, I think the first pay-per-view that, like, we're not, like, physically going to that I'm, like, I'm pretty excited to watch this on TV. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's always on and I watch it. And you're always like, yeah, fucking pay-per-view. And I'm like, okay, cool. I don't care to watch this show with anybody. I want to watch the the main event with people just to see their reactions. Because I'm really not going to watch no, it. Not, no, not, not, not that. I just want to see their reactions. Blech. Because I think this match is so, going to be so fucked up that I just want to see like their faces when everything happens. Um, my number one, obviously, AEW Revolution. I am extremely excited for this weekend. I cannot wait. Uh, number two, uh, Let's Go Blues. Three-game winning streak as of right now. Thanks, um, Bennington. No shit. Uh, the Blues have outscored their opponents 8-3 to three since um, actually at, at one up the other night. So... It's a little more than that now. It was eight to three. It's let's see, they scored f- three goals last night. Really? So they're outscoring their opponents uh, eleven to five now. Damn. Uh, and finally, number three, starting my new job. It's great. Yeah. Things to look up. Uh, all right, you can find us uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Just by typing it offended, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, at OffendedPod. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Trick1042. You can follow KDK Naked Lady on Twitter at Naked Lady with two Ys. Uh, let's see. You can go to anythingbutcredible.com for all your network needs, including this show, Offended, uh, the Zero Point Show, uh, Anything But Credible podcast, and the One Point Show, uh, Going Off Topic podcast. And I think the movie merge, uh, Zero Point Show, movie merge is on it now, too, So with Denny. So. You're such a dick. Yes, I am, but I don't give a fuck because I'm the goddamn champion. There's not a goddamn thing anybody, not even you, can do about it. Because after Sunday night, I'm going to be tricky two belts. Not just the champion, I'm the face that runs the place, all right? Tricky two belts is coming, and you're not going to do a goddamn thing about it. Um, if I win on Sunday, which I will, I'm going to be the four times offended belt champion. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, make sure to go check out Podcast Mo. Listen to our playlist on exclusively exclusively on Spotify at Offender Presents Songs of the Week. And I think that's it. All right. Baby. All right. AEW Revolution this Sunday. Can't wait. We'll see you guys next week, and we will see all the network guys next week, too, for a little. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun because you guys are going to try and talk so much shit to me, and I'm just going to be smiling the whole time with my belt. You're such a nerd. And I will post the movie game. Uh, we did it over Zoom, so I will post that on our YouTube page, so we're going to get more video content out. And obviously next week's Offended will be uh, also on YouTube as well. So we'll be over Zoom. Cool, cool. Yep. All right. For KDK Naked Lady, I'm Tricky. This has been Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. And to play out in its entirety, it's a song called Drugs by Ty Verdes. We will see you guys next week. Bye, bitches.
I don't wanna tell my mom I smoked this weed. I don't wanna tell my dad he'll call me weak. I don't wanna be the blackest of the sheep. Missing their call every single week. I don't wanna say. Sometimes I do drugs, not hard ones, just ones that change my mind up. Drugs can't find us. If you think I'm gone, I'm just doing drugs, not hard ones, just ones that change my mind up. Don't mind me if I light up. Only needed sorta, kinda drugs. Sometimes I cry too, sometimes life's a little hard to get used to Occasionally I forget to sleep Remind myself that I gotta eat three times a day this week Try not to clench my teeth Got a little OCD Listen to the CDC when I'm feeling uneasy Sometimes I do drugs Not hard ones, just ones that change my mind up Drugs can't find us If you think I'm gone, I'm just doing drugs Not hard ones, just ones that change my mind up Don't mind me if I light up Only need it sort of, kind of Drugs Sometimes I do drugs Not hard ones, just ones that change my mind up Drugs can't find us If you think I'm gone, I'm just doing drugs Not hard ones, just ones that change my mind up Don't mind me if I light up Only me to Sometimes I do drugs Not hard ones, just ones that change my mind up Drugs can't find us If you think I'm gone, I'm just doing drugs Just ones that change my mind up Don't mind me if I light up Only need it sorta, kinda